you're listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain. It's the week of February 26, 2022. Our local stories this week feature the Brighton fire budget and county ambulance rates, but first, we'll take a look at the big picture. Southeast Iowa residents have expressed concern over a proposed merger between rail companies Canadian Pacific and Kansas City Southern. The merger would establish the first single-line railway from Canada to Mexico and increase daily train counts in Washington County from 4.2 to 18.4 on average. Ainsworth Fire Chief Waylon Schultz said that traffic brought safety concerns. So one of the big concerns is we have to cross railroad tracks to get to the fire station for the firefighters that live in town. Um, so with more trains going through, there's more of a possibility or opportunity, I guess, that a train will be going through when we get paged out, so it'll slow down our response um, to get to the emergency, basically. We got that uh, possibility of a train derailment or whatever, you know, with the more trains that are going through. And then the other thing is, um, when the trains are going through and cars are trying to turn off a Highway 92 to wait for the train to get by, there's not a whole lot of room um, for cars to sit on the south side of the railroad tracks to wait for the train to get by, so... A lot of times you'll see two or three cars pulled off onto the street to get into Ainsworth, and then the other ones kind of stack up on the shoulder. So the more that those vehicles are sitting out alongside the road, that's another possibility for an accident there. Washington Mayor Jaron Rosine said the move would have broad benefits, but fewer local ones. There's, there's a whole list of pros, but those pros are all at the macro level. At the micro level, the list is much shorter. There will be the only railroad that connects Canada through North America to Mexico. So huge, huge implications on, on that macro level. But on the micro level, where the line goes through Washington, we are like right in that middle of all of these tracks. So we are resultingly one of the highest increases in traffic. Canadian Pacific Media Relations Manager Andy Cummings stressed the company's safety standards and said the merger would still have local upsides. Canadian Pacific has maintained the lowest accident rate in among the Class 1 railroads based on Federal Railroad Administration numbers for the past 16 consecutive years. So we have a very strong story to tell there about our safety record. And in fact, the railroad industry is the safest way to move goods over land. In, in terms of the, the communities and Southeastern Iowa and northern Missouri, we're looking at something like 175 jobs created between the Quad Cities and Kansas City in that corridor. And then you get to the level of local business. If you operate a business and you move your product by train, it matters where that railroad is able to reach. If we can get you from origin to destination, we can offer you a better service than we can if we have to work with another railroad and now we don't control that shipment for part of its journey. Some community members have strong concerns nonetheless. Washington resident Lori Whitmire O'Neill is one of them. See, my son was killed by the train. We've gone through safety rules and this, uh, so I finally was convinced that he knew what he was doing and he could quote everything he was supposed to do. But he started racing the train on his bicycle, turned the corner down here, and skidded from there until he hit the train. We need to decide as a community what we allow. I know the lobby for the train is very powerful, but this is still our community. So, you know, there's there's safety that is, that's my concern the most is somebody's gonna get hurt. And I don't want anybody else to go through what I've gone through. Washington Chamber of Commerce Director Michelle Redlinger said communities would have to strike a balance. I think from the Chamber's perspective, and we 
really strive to provide a quality of life in Washington. And that involves your work life, your home life and everything in between. And so, um, I think that there are some opportunities for us to really help our businesses and increase, um, some, some shipping, uh, bottlenecks that we have been experiencing, but I don't want that to happen at the detriment of the community. Washington has fared really well over the years as a real community. And we've invested a lot into our downtown and to our streetscape. And um, not that those would be affected by increased rail traffic, but um, I just wanna look at both sides of, um, of this merger. And so we are doing our very best to protect and advocate for both our businesses and for our community members. That's the big picture. We'll be back with the local news after the break. Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Todd Hahn Construction's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to ToddHahnConstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N Construction.com. Around 100 Brighton residents turned out for a city council meeting Tuesday night amid concerns about the city's fire department funding. The volunteer department's budget hasn't been cut, but recent reports show that the city did not make its annual contribution to the fire account in fiscal years 2021 or 22. Mayor Melvin Rich said the city had made a recent transfer from ARPA funds to cover the 2021 bill, but did not give an explanation for why the payments were missed. For fiscal year 2021, the council has agreed to transfer $7,400 into the fire fund. The city has insufficient funds in the general fund to do so, but the council just voted on a resolution to use ARPA funds to make the transfer. For fiscal year 2022, no action will be taken to transfer funds from funds outside the general fund into the fire fund until the 2021 audit is complete. The city recently requested additional audit services due to improper, to possible improper transfer of funds. Volunteer firefighter Jamie Collier said he was disappointed with the city. We were very surprised to find out that in fiscal year 2021, funding had just stopped. We were also very surprised especially since we know all folks here, that we didn't hear anything. It was very With tensions running high, community member Henry Meinart said the city had a lot on the line. So when you guys get the things figured out, let the community know. Then we can all act as a community again and not create a wedge. So it's pretty simple, pretty cut and dry. Accounting is simple. There's a balance sheet. It's got to get to zero. How did you get to zero? You got your budget. You're short on budget, but when funds are allocated, they're allocated. So when we look into the future to plan stuff out, if this doesn't get resolved, there probably won't be a hoopy days. Chamber's not going to get funded. And it might be just something simple, simple oversight or what, whatever. But everybody behind me deserves answers. I hope you guys don't feel attacked. You are in this position, so there is some responsibility there. 
The Washington County Board of Supervisors has approved the fees charged by county-owned ambulance services. Ambulance Director Jeremy Peck said the state auditor had requested documentation of the rates. Uh, the state auditor came in and audited the county. Um, they basically said, we need to have the Board of Supervisors approve your rates that you charge for um, your base loads plus your mileage. Um, really doesn't need to be anything technical other than um, this is the rates that we adopted from the previous service, uh, and we just need something showing to the state auditor that you guys said these rates are good. While the rates were eventually approved, one sticking point was a $50 fee for non-residents using the service. Board Chair Richard Young said he disagreed with the charge. I do not agree with that, because that's something that will be forced on to the people, an extra $50. Um, that's hard to bill to the insurance company. I don't, I've never been in favor of a non-resident fee the whole time I ran it. I still, I just, I've never been in favor of that. Because I just, the very few people that you can charge that $50 to is very minimal. Peck said it was a reasonable ask. You all pay taxes because you're county residents. So we assure readiness 100% of the time for our people. You drive through here, you're not paying taxes, you're still using our service. We're putting a $50 fee on there. To me, it's looking out for our own people. That's it for the local news. We'll be back with the best news I've heard all week after this message. Just a reminder, if you're interested in getting a message out to our listeners, you can give our office a call at 319-653-2191. Messages don't necessarily have to be ads. We'll also take birthday messages, anniversary announcements, and anything else you want our listeners to hear in 150 words or less. And now, the best news I've heard all week. Washington business Griner Buildings received a handful of awards from the National Frame Building Association last month. CEO Matt Griner received the Vernon G. Perkins Award, one of the organization's highest honors. I, I play music for weddings, and I sometimes, you know, you get that little tear comes to your eye, you know, I don't know what it is about that moment. It, it was a lot like that. Um... I had to try to hide hide that back um, a little bit because you know I I got a little just a little emotional about it. I mean I was uh, I was I was surprised and I was honored. And we were in Nashville and we were having a great time and the place was beautiful and I knew that my band was playing that night there and it was just it was just a completely magical day. It was an unbelievable day, one of the most incredible days of my life. Thanks for tuning in. Washington Weekly Review is a product of the Southeast Iowa Union, which is owned by the Gazette. We'd love to read your message for you during the break. Just give our office a call at 319-653-2191. Hey, suggest this show to your friends and family. Our audience has grown a bit these last few weeks and we want to keep up that trend. That's all for now. This has been the Washington Weekly Review, and I have been Kalen McCain. Have a great week.